Rebecca. And I'm Sean. And we We are are the Blanchers. This podcast was created to be a safe place where we discuss topics regarding faith, love, family, marriage, and everything in between through the perspective of an interracial blended couple focused on ministry and mental health. No topic is off limits. We're about to have a dog conversation through the eyes of a Latina scholar, life coach, mother, and wife. Along with the perspective of a black king, engineer, entrepreneur, father, and husband. We're about to take brown and black excellence to a whole new level. Family Unlocked starts now. Hey, welcome back to Family Unlocked. I am Erica. And I am Sean. Your host with the most. How are you doing today, Emma? <laughs> the most is the host. The hostess with the mostest? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well as well. I'm glad that you're doing well. We're here today. We get to record. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. we have missed you guys. We kind of took a break during the holidays, but we are back and we are better than ever. But I was already awesome when we left. We had a great holiday. We did. We did. Sean had a very Mexican Christmas. Very Mexican. (laughs) Surrounded. It was wonderful. It was amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful. Okay, let's start the podcast with a question that we received from a listener. We do. We do answer questions. So we do. Mm-hmm. We had a couple that we have to make sure that we touch base on. Do we say the name? Yeah, say the name. Say the name. And we'll say for the people. Okay. This question is coming from Fremont, Virginia. No, just kidding. Fremont, Free. <laughs> Fremont, California. What, 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 what? Bay Area. Is it Bay Area? Is Fremont considered Bay Area? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> My degree is not in geography. <laughs> this question is from Fremont, California. The listener's name is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. What's up, Kelly? Hey, welcome. And the question is, How do you deal with people who have questions about interracial marriage? Or relationships. Is that the question? I think that was a question. That's what I wrote down. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think that was the question. I think the question was, have you guys ever encountered, dealt with, disrespect to your relationship because it was interracial? And how did you deal with it? That sounds a lot more detailed. I think I just did a quick. But that's not even. I think I did a summary. (laughs) Kelly, I apologize in advance. I summarized your. uh, (laughs) Oh, Kelly, I'm sorry. Summarize your You deal with this man on a daily basis. This is uh, good stuff. Go ahead. Okay. So how do you deal with haters Mm -hmm. who are against interracial marriages or interracial relationships? Specifically, I think for us, right, having an African-American black husband and a Mexican wife, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's different, I would assume, when it's the other way around, right? Yeah. Because I don't know. Okay, so, well, I wouldn't know because I'm not, it's not the other way around for us, okay? Everybody calm down. Don't cancel me. (laughs) We actually did deal with that. We both had moms who were not super supportive. Initially, yeah. Initially. I think your mom was initially supportive in the beginning and then after when we were not breaking up and we actually got married she was like what in the actual f she's still around (laughs) (laughs) but i actually did deal with which i think i was pretty prepared for i think i was already expecting it i was expecting it from like my grandma who's like from mexico Mm -hmm. and like all you know that side of the family who's more you know from 
the homeland. Mm -hmm. And they actually were completely opposite. They were like, no, he's wonderful. Oh, I don't care. And I actually got it from my mom and I was super surprised. And she was like, I'm not going to accept this relationship. I will never accept your children. You better not do this. Are you insane? And just super like in shock and just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. My sister was didn't care either. My brother, he struggled a little bit with it. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, he struggled with me dating anybody. But yeah, he was like, what? But my brother was pretty heavy into, you know, the hood and stuff. So there's a certain mindset. Yeah. But he came around too. He was like, he's wonderful. He's not anything like I thought you were going to bring home. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't fit any of your stereotypes. <laughs> and then for you, it was more after. I think your sisters were really nice to me. They were always, oh, yeah. well, at least Stacey Lynn and the times I met Nikki. Yeah, they were pretty accepting. My dad was oh my very accepting with the relationships. I think for the most part, not too many people had issues, at least in terms of the family. Right. But I think it starts to change. Like once you go outside, like some like, people will make comments or people would say certain things or do certain things. And those were the little things that would bother me. Right. Like, why would you have an opinion on who I'm dating or who I'm talking to or who I'm interacting with? Like, for one, I don't even know you. You know, some of it used to be random, like random people would make comments. And that's the stuff that I struggled with. Right. Because it's like, you know, you make a comment about, well, why are you with this person? And you couldn't find somebody else to be with. And he's like, what? Are you serious? Or no, there was actually, that was one situation. There was actually the comment that, you know, I think, you know, that I was going to say is like, oh, Sean doesn't like to date. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually a friend of yours, yeah. too, that you've known for a long time. Was it? Yeah. I no, knew. I thought it was your ex. That made the comment? Oh, no. That she ruined it for So, a yeah. So that was one that was like, oh, she ruined it for all black women or something like that. And I was like, nah, just you. <laughs> <laughs> but the other like comment. I felt like that was such a petty I don't know. I felt like a fetish or something, you know, like, I don't know. It was not nice, but whatever. yeah, the, it wasn't a nice stupid comment. It is what stupid does. Mm -hmm. But another comment was that, oh, Sean doesn't date black girls. Right. Wasn't that another comment? Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was that was another comment. And I was like, OK, well, <laughs> that's not Little true. Do you know? Yeah, that's not true. There's but, a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know, just, no, but so it's when people make comments like that. Right. So. It's how do you navigate these waters? It does bother me in terms of, I feel like people are projecting their own issues, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, well, how come you can find this other person? Well, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who I'm with. This is my life. I can live it the way that I want it. So your opinion on who I'm with or who I'm dealing with or the ethnicities of my kids or the, you know, the culture of that it makes me know, never mind. You really shouldn't have an opinion on me. You should have an opinion on the person or the lack thereof that's next to you, right? So I think that's one of the big issues that I deal with is that I feel like everyone has an opinion as to who a person is with and why they aren't with this. That's really none of your business. Like who you love is who you love. Mm -hmm. As long as that person is treating you, treating them with respect, you should be like, hey, that's love. Right. This person loves regardless of whatever the issue is. But I think there is some a level of issue that people have like, well, how come you couldn't find a sister or how come you couldn't do this or how come? And I think it's interesting. Like I said, you love who you love. You know, there was something about Erica that I just instantly fell in love with, regardless of what her something. background. Multiple yeah, there things. was, Thank you there was much. something. There was just something. 
But regardless of what her ethnicity is, it was her who drew me in. Right. And, you know, so I think to me to have a mindset like you can only be with this person or you can only date this particular person, I think it's small minded. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you need to open and broaden your horizons. But like I go back to what I said before, who you love is who you love. No one should have an opinion, especially if that person that they are with is not a detriment to them or a detriment to anybody else. If they are treating them with respect and loving them and doing that, then why do you have a say so as into what's happening with them? If you feel like you love this person and you should only be with this person from this ethnicity, then you do that. Mm-hmm. You do that in your life and you live it the way that you need to. But we have an issue in our society where we feel like everybody needs to be a monolith. Everybody needs to think the same, have the same viewpoint, have the same you know mindset. And that's not realistic. Right. We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different perspective. And so you don't have to agree with how a person chooses to love or who the person that they with. But you do have to have a level of respect and say, OK, well, this is who you love. I choose to do something different. And that's OK. So my response to you is what Dave said, Dave Chappelle said, F him. Oh. <laughs> at the end of the day, F him. Because at the end of the day, your opinion does not matter to me, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters to me is my wife, my kids, and my family. Those are the, the most important thing. So if you don't rock with me or you think I have an issue because my wife isn't black, then hey, that's on you. I'm going to keep on moving. We're going to keep moving and keep doing the things that we need to do. I don't need anybody's approval for doing that. The only person's approval I need is God. And as long as my wife is right with me, that's the only person's opinion that I really care about. Mic drop. Oh, oh, Callie, you struck an earth. <laughs> Good old Callie. Well, for me, dealing with that issue with my family, I just didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> I really didn't pay it no mind. I just thought, Mom, you've always tried to control the situation. So this is just another way of trying to control it. So I just didn't really care. But what I did used to get bothered with is like when we would go to stores Mm -hmm. and we would go to some places where I would get females that were not Mexican staring at us and make comments or give me dirty looks. But I really didn't care. But where I would get reactive was when we would go to certain stores, especially like Mexican stores. You know, we have people are probably like, what's a Mexican store? right? But we have like store full of Mexicans, (laughs) certain (laughs) stores where we sell, you know, things from Mexico and, you know, certain culture and traditional items. And so we would go there a lot because I would cook Mm -hmm. (laughs) from that stuff. Anyway, so we would get comments or stares Or there would be some men who are Mexican and they would give Sean dirty looks or they would try to like smile at me and wink at me or something when he wasn't looking like really ridiculous behavior. And I would call him out. (laughs) I'd be like, you didn't have a chance whether or not he was with me or not. If it was a Mexican guy on my arm or him on my arm, it was not a chance. Yeah. And I would make comments back like, do you have a problem? Like and. To a point where I started to tell myself, like, you're just going to get Sean into fights that aren't mm-hmm. unnecessary because then, you know, he has to back me up. I would hope you would back me up. I'm like, they it was her. <laughs> Please don't hit me. I'm sorry, mister. She didn't mean it. I, <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, it never, when I would be like, what? You know, they would turn around. I think, mm-hmm. thankfully, it never popped off. But that was the length, I think, of disrespect I would get was total strangers and that's where I would feel disrespected and I felt the need to be confrontational but anybody else like my mom I knew she was going to come around I knew it was 
just her being her. She now is very apologetic and she's like, I can't believe I behave like that. I was, you know, you've been through so much. And so I just was putting my two cents, mm-hmm. but you know, she loves my children. She loves Sean. So it's never, she loves Sean more than me, I think. But you know, that was as far as family. Yeah. That's the difficulty that we dealt with. But with strangers, definitely we would have some comments or I would get, we actually went to, where was that place? I'm trying to remember. It was, I think it was Great America. Okay. We went to Great America and Sean was, we had the babies and I was sitting there and it was, it happened to be females that weren't Mexican and they were staring at us and I could see them in the corner of my eye and one started pointing at Sean and then like did something with her thumb, like pointing at me with her thumb, like he's with this chick, right? And I was pushing the stroller, holding the stroller and Sean was playing with the kids on a jungle gym kind of thing. And so the girls started trying to talk to Sean, like, and I'm standing there like, what is happening? And, oh, Sean's face right now was like, yeah, yeah, that happened. He was not realizing what was happening, but they were like talking about their kids with the kids and da 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 and just trying to flirt with him in a way. And it was the weirdest thing. And so I think it was actually at the water area that mm-hmm. we had taken the babies to the water area. And that I did feel disrespected. So I told Sean to sit down. <laughs> I was like, get over here and sit down. Sit down. And I just stared at them and, you know, I had my kids, so I just kind of ignored it. But I would define that as disrespectful. I think we, we even had something that, are we allowed to name stores? I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but like when we're in Morgan Hill, right? Oh, oh yeah. that, that situation. I think that wouldn't have happened Unless we were, you know, the interracial couple. I, there's no reason for it less to, to happen the way it did. So I think definitely something, <laughs> there was an issue with that. That was crazy. Are you going to tell the story? You're just going to I was just going to briefly mention it. But I mean, you, you could elaborate. You can go more into detail with it. But yeah, it was, it so was we different. We were in, in a store and we were waiting in line. And the worker happened to be Caucasian. And I had the babies. We have twins. And they were in the car. And mind you, they were not making any noise. And I was by myself with them. And they were fine. Everything was fine. And then Sean, I think you came back with an item. And all of a sudden, she sees Sean. And then she sees me. And she was like, you need to keep your babies quiet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they were not making any noise other than baby babble. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I started putting like the items on the whatever, you yeah. know, the register. And she says, you need to make those babies quiet or something. And I go, ma'am, can you just tell me how much this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're I'm just to get a price check. Yeah. She's an older lady, too. So I don't want to be too disrespectful. I mean, I will let her know, but I'm trying to be safe. So she takes the item and she's like, what, you don't know how much it is? And I was like, no, I just wanted to know if it was on the... Because they always had like these 40, 50 percent things off. And so I was like, I just want to know if this is part of the deal. And she's like, or what? You don't want it? You're going to have to put it back. And I'm like, can you just tell me how much it is? (laughs) What is the price, lady? You are getting, what did she tell me? She's like, you are getting out of control or something. And I was like, yeah, that was ridiculous. Like you're trying it. Right. And I'm just like, I really am not. This is not out of control. Like, can you just tell me how much it is? And she refused i think to tell me yeah. how much it was so i was like just charge me i don't care it's fine and he looked at me and was like do you believe this like yeah like, so yeah. then she's like ugh, ugh, making all this noise so then i turn and look at sean and i'm like can you believe this? 
I said, is this really happening right now? Like, yeah. can you believe this is happening? And he was like, just give her the card. Like, and she's all, what? What? What is happening? What's the problem? What? Do you have a problem? And then at that point, I was like, do you have a problem? Yeah, then it was just all bad. I was then like, it was oh. all bad. And <laughs> so I told him, take the babies, take the kids, and get in the car. She was like, lock, what lock the about door. To go, what's lock about the to door, go down, so. right? But you couldn't take the carts out. Yeah. Because they had like so a, just, a thing that you couldn't take it out of the door. So Sean is trapped. <laughs> and I tell the lady, I was like, ma'am, you are a cashier, right? Yeah. She had it is not my off. fault that you're a cashier. I understand that you've lost every goal and you've lost your dreams and your hopes. And now you're a cashier. I get it. I just started clowning on her. I can't even remember. And she's like, really? really? Like yelling at the top of her lungs. And I'm looking around like, can somebody help me here? Like, and this lady is older. Like, yeah. or at least she looked a lot older. So I'm really not trying to disrespect her. I'm really trying to be mature about the situation. And so she goes in again, but she's yelling at the kids. At this point, they started crying because yeah. she's yelling. And I like, I'm not going to give in because I don't want to scare my kids. And so then I just let her have it. At this point, I just ripped her another one. The manager comes in. She's like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. She gets all my stuff. She's like, here's free items. Here's please. And I'm like, it's fine. I really like, it's fine. I just, at this point, I just want to leave. I should have just left the stuff, but we yeah. really needed it. Like we really needed the items well, we at that came time. There, I think we were having a birthday party or something and we really needed it. And we items. came out the way to yeah, get Yeah, we it. went it all the close. way to Morgan Hill to get the items because we really needed them. And I felt like oh, I was really disappointed. But to be honest, I had never felt like such prejudice. Like yeah. I felt like she targeted us because my husband was black and that my kids were mixed. Like yeah. she really, she said, she called me something Mexican. I remember she called me something about you people or she said something like, right. She said something mm -hmm. about, you could tell that it was racially motivated. You could tell at that point. She made a comment like she was saying that Sean was causing the problems. That's what happened, that Sean was causing the problems. It was all Sean's fault and that my kids were crying. And I was like, he's not doing anything. What are you talking about? She's like, you people. And that's when I ripped her another one. That's when I was like, mother, you know, yeah. bop, 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 bop. It was like, but I think blop, blop. like just you saying that, like that was at least for me, that was the first time that I because I'm used to hearing, you know, people say random stuff. But that was the first time I'm like, mm -hmm. this is we're out of store. Dude. Like you yeah. doing this. And it was store. A, and. You know, not to say too much about it, but it was a Christian-based yeah. store. I was like, wow. Like, Playing this is, like Christian music. I was like, this is what's... And to the point that it even kind of, you know, threw us off on looking at... Because we were even thinking about possibly Getting looking at a house. house and then we're like, hmm, this is what they rocking with like that. And like, I think oh. I made a comment yeah. like that. Like, am I in a Christian store right now? Like, are you behaving like this? Like, yeah. you should be ashamed. That's what I started telling her, too. I was like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Look at how you're behaving. Like, aren't you ashamed? She's like, you're ashamed. And I was like, oh, okay. And then that's... Get like, behind me, like, Satan. I'm sorry that your life yeah. is so sad. You, you know what you should have said? You should have been like, I feel sorry for your mother. <laughs> and then dipped out. <laughs> and then dipped out. No, and dipped out. Yeah, so that was one issue that we had. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones. I was like, oh, man, dude, I've never experienced that. But you, these are things, you know, that you experience. And so just to kind of touch base back on what Kelly was saying. I mean, for us, we can give you this perspective. You handle it however you feel like you need to handle it, hopefully in a way that is comes out with a positive you know, outcome. But 
you also have to have an understanding that unfortunately there are people in this world who will not like or love or approve of whatever situation that you are in. Right. And you have every right to say, this is who I'm with. This is who I love. And it is what it is. And you don't need anybody's approval for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And this goes for anyone. You know what I mean? Like if you find somebody who truly values you and loves you and cares for you and wants the best for you and is doing things to help elevate you as a person, then I think you should hold on to it because, you know, it's not too many of those people out there. So you don't want that to be swayed by another person's opinion, you know, jaded opinion as to who you should be with, mm-hmm. you know? So like I said, my perspective is F them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I know it sounds like, you know, kind of harsh, but sometimes you have to be like that. You have to be like that. You need to keep the main thing. The main thing, the main thing is your significant other or, you know, your wife or your, your husband or whoever and your family, right? Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. And you don't want to get caught up on what another person's opinion is. Cause I think if they're investing that much time into what you're doing, especially if they don't know you, then that's an issue. They got to deal with that themselves. And if they do know you, you should be like, look, who I love is who I love mm-hmm. and what you can appreciate it or you cannot. But at the end of the day, you know, this is who I choose to be with. And I think we have to be very cautious, especially when it comes to if you're getting it from like parents, mm-hmm. right? If you're getting this stuff from parents, I think you have to be cautious with that because there's beauty that was created from this marriage. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it's our children, right? And so if we decided to listen to what it is that you said, you wouldn't be able to impart, you know, or be able to you know partake with these children. So that's why I'm saying you have to just be cautious. You know, some people can be closed minded. And in those situations where it's family, you can give them grace and you can, you know, just say, okay, that's who you are, but I'm your priority is your family. So just make sure you remember that. Make sure you hold on to that and pray for them and keep it pushing. Right. No, you don't need that toxicity in your life from anybody. Right. Your energy is your energy and it should be valued and it should be cherished. And if you're choosing to share that energy with somebody else, whether it's of your ethnicity or another one, that's okay. But you don't need anybody to come in and, you know, spew their negativity or whatnot because they don't understand it. It is not your job to understand it. It is your job to be the best version of yourself that you need to be. Let that person live their life. Well, I think there's two things with that, too. Right. Like, I just want to say this preface this and you know just disclaimer i never cursed the lady out you came close yeah i never cursed because i was in a christian store and i know how to pay <laughs> in a christian store <laughs> yeah, no. but she would have came on that sidewalk oh man. Been- <laughs> i was like come outside <laughs> but no i didn't it was just like ma'am good luck and may the lord bless you in all your endeavors but i think that when there is a relationship that is brought together by god there is a glow and there is a love that truly resonates, right? It's just like the energy and the the brightness that you see is God. And I truly, truly believe that. And I think the wholesome and authenticity that you see within Sean and I is really, it's God. And how can you argue with something that God brought together and it's anointed by his love? And so with that, I constantly think about, and you know, there was a lot of situations in life that weren't necessarily because of our relationship or racially motivated, but there was difficulties that I would face at old jobs because they were jealous of our relationship and Sean sending me flowers and Sean taking me to lunch and, 
And I don't think it was necessarily that. Well, it might have been because my boss was the same. Well, anyway, what I would constantly play in my head was Proverbs 26, 4 and 5. Do not answer a fool according to his folly or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly or he will be wise in his own eyes. So that to me is I never wanted to argue with someone who was arguing ridiculous nonsense Mm -hmm. because then I'm going to be ridiculous and I'm going to give in to your nonsense. And I'm not going to participate in any gaslighting. You're not going to tell me what I'm feeling isn't what I'm feeling. The same way that you're not going to tell me what I'm doing in my marriage and my relationship is inappropriate because you're uncomfortable with the fact that you're still single or you're uncomfortable with the fact that you have such an ego that you have these priorities that a man can't meet. That is not my fault. And you're not going to come and make any kind of comment about my marriage because of your own insecurities. It has nothing to do with me. And I'm not going to have an argument with you. I can care less what you think. You want to disrespect me? I'm going to disrespect you back. I try not to. I do my best. But I feel like I'm going to meet you where you're at. But I'm usually really good at putting a boundary where people, (laughs) I'm not constantly being, feeling like I have to defend my marriage. So this is very rare. I do have to defend like how much we're in love, you know, because I think that people are like, oh, God, you know. Yeah. But I always think about the word and how what people are arguing or trying to fight is the beauty of God's creation. Mm -hmm. And that is our marriage. So then I think about, you know, do not argue with a fool. Don't throw your pearls to the pigs. Mm -hmm. And I'm a pearl. So why would I throw myself to the pigs? Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, and I'm not going to have the conversation over and over again about why, you know, I'm the kind of wife that I am and why do I buy my husband clothes or why do I do this or why do I have a 25 year old still living with us or why do I have this? I don't have to answer to anybody. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Worry about what you're doing. You know, I get it. I have fans. No. (laughs) And I think that's the waste of time. Like just pin, you know, picking apart a person's marriage and a person's relationship and why they do what they do. It's really none of our business. So Do we face backlash? Do we face disrespect? Do we face ridicule because we're interracial? All the time. Yeah. Do we pay it any mind? Not really. No. I think we're maybe used to it, immune to it. We don't deal with it a lot. Yeah, we haven't dealt with it recently. I don't think, I mean, I don't know. Or maybe we don't notice it because we went to the Mexican store this morning and I didn't feel any like we used to. I used to notice it a lot. Like, Especially at the Mexican stores. They used to be like, este negrito? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you that know, means like, who's this dude? Yeah. But also, we use words to describe somebody and they're not necessarily racially motivated. They're not necessarily disrespectful. Sometimes we feel like they're terms of endearment. Like, we probably shouldn't <laughs> do the things we do. Or we like we call our nieces and nephews like, fea, that's ugly. Or gordita, that's chubby. Or, you know, and we shouldn't. But because we have Ita at the end of it, we think that it's okay. <laughs> like, Tafeita, bien feita. Come here, ugly, or <laughs> come here, chubby, and it's not nice. So we're trying to break that pattern, you know? Yeah, that's definitely but cultural. Also, yeah, I had, to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain it to Sean. He was like, no, babe, 
don't use those yeah, words. Don't I was say, like, don't oh, say okay, it. my bad. But, you know, that too, that was like a Come culture Come here, little shock. ugly. Come here, <laughs> you little fat, ugly little thing. Come over here. I'm like, wait a minute. Translate before you keep <laughs> Just because you put eat that at the end don't it doesn't make it that much better if you translate it. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <I can't even laughs> you know. But I mean, yeah, I, I totally understand that. It's, but that that's another thing. Like I said, cultural, being able to understand and like what you mean. I mean, like some parts I laugh because, you know, they would use the word, you know, negrito or negrita. And I'm like, I just prefer Sean. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we play this game like every I would say every, especially with my grandma living here, every Christmas Eve, or it's called Loteria, right? But we play it a lot, actually. We play it a lot. And one of the cards is El Negrito, right? And it's a Mexican guy that's dark, and they just call him El Negrito. Or it could be a black guy, I don't know, or Cuban, I don't know, I'm not sure. So I started using a person of color. <laughs> Instead of El Negrito, we say a person of color. I say it and they're just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they're like winking their eye. We get it. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm over there with my fist up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that. I'm shocked Sean hasn't thrown away the loteria <laughs> yet. But, you know, Racist but I don't, game. that too was educating Sean that it's rare to see certain ethnicities together. And I'm guilty of it too, because when I see like, one time we went to go Hapa and we saw an Asian woman with a Mexican guy and I was like, <gasps> But it was only because I felt like, oh, man, you guys must have it rough. <laughs> because I don't know. I feel like it's there's certain ethnicities that you see that you know that they're supposed to stay in their Yeah. Their, Culturally wise. Yeah. It's encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't. I mean, I'm from America, so it's not like it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not un, like I see it in America. There's a lot of what are you talking What? <laughs> well, it's kind of it's a melting you pot. See, right? yeah, yeah, you see a lot of different cultures. You see a lot of different relationships. It's not unfamiliar to me mm -hmm. to see interracial couples is what I'm saying. I don't know why you're laughing because I said it from America. I am. Don't believe anything this man <laughs> says. I am not. I was like Central America. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're from America. Yes. Yes, you are. I'm from San Jose. Yes, you are. I can't. Anyway. I'm talking about, <laughs> but yeah, I was just in shock because I just thought you must face a lot of challenges. Yeah. I don't know, but it was. I mean, not in you know. And I, I learned like you can't be like <gasps> it's your mouth open. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> I was like, oh my god. But, but yeah, I mean, but like you were just saying, just to piggyback on what you're saying. Like, I mean, I think we tackled Kelly's question in terms of kind of how to, how to deal with it and and how to approach that. But I think like some stuff, like you were just saying, even interacting with family certain things could be cultural certain things could be you know like they don't mean it in a negative way or you know derogatory way it's just understanding okay this is a cultural norm so this is what you need to do mm -hmm. that being said i kind of go back to what we were saying before is that you know realizing and understanding that someone is always going to have an opinion about what is going on with you and it doesn't necessarily have to be the fact that you with somebody outside of your ethnicity, right? You could be with somebody who's in your ethnicity. They still have opinion with you. And we can get into the colorism debate as well. Well, you know, if you're a dark-skinned guy, you with a light-skinned girl, they could be like, well, why are you with that girl? She's super light. She might as well be. Well, you know what I mean? It could be anything. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be women. Oh, within culture? Within, yeah, within oh, cultures. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, because I know sometimes the stereotype could be it's women who doing it. No, there's men who do it. You know, because if you see a, a black woman with a white woman, 
you know, some guys could be like, look at her with the overseer. You know what I mean? Just oh stuff like <laughs> like stuff like that. But I think that those are things that I would say you shouldn't worry about, right? I think the most important thing that you should do is make sure that you and that person that you're with have a solid foundation. Sometimes you might have to let it roll off. Sometimes you might not. I would say, you know, try not to let it bother you. Try not to let it dictate who you are with or who you love and just be able to deal with it in a manner that demonstrates, you know, I would say the best reflection of you, right? You don't have to give it any attention. You don't have to, but if you need to, and you so decide. Let them know. No, I'm just kidding. Pray yeah, over it. And remember, it. Do, not, do not argue with a fool. Yeah. And that's good stuff. And they're probably looking at God, not you guys necessarily. But it is, well, just, you know, because it is shocking. To some, it might be like surprising. Like, oh my God, I wouldn't have thought. You know, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought. Just like when people tell me, like, I wouldn't have thought Erica Blanchard was you. And I'm like, huh. Got me in the interview though, right? Yeah. She's like, got him. <laughs> You know, they were not expecting an Erica Blanchard that looked like me, but it was me, you know? I'm yeah. So every ah. time Erica gets the job, I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll say like, Blanchard, oh, he must be Caucasian. Are you married to a Caucasian person? I said, no, he's black. And then like, real black? And I'm like, mm, as black as I get. You know, like, pretty black. It's pretty real, I think. Are you? Yes. Oh. I mean, that's what I put on the sentence. <laughs> so... <laughs> Technically, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm but you know, understanding that it could be like a shock. It's not like, for example, I had a person that I worked with. He was Caucasian and his wife was, I think she was Vietnamese. She's Asian. And I asked him, I said, so, you know, how do you deal with interracial marriage? Like, do you face any difficulty? Have you struggled? You know, what do you face? And he was like, I'm not in an interracial marriage. And I was like, oh yeah, no, you're not. I'm sorry, my bad. But I was like, wait, I don't get it. And then Sean had to educate me that Many cultures don't think Caucasian is interracial. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but he's Caucasian. I was asking the Caucasian, not the, you know, I don't know. It was, I don't know. I saw it and I just had to respect his boundary. He was telling me we don't face anything because we're not in an interracial marriage. So I was like, oh, I wonder if we could look at it like that. That must be nice to not have that pressure, right? Yeah, to not have or that. Or are you oblivious? I mean, I think, like you said, it's his boundary. It's what works for him, mm-hmm. you know, but it's different. It is different. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Like, if you go into an interview or you interact with some people, sometimes people, you think that, okay, they don't just see a woman, they see a Mexican woman. Mm. Or they don't just see a man, they see a black man, right? And so, you know, usually your ethnicity, especially if you're a person of color, that usually is the defining. It's the first thing, right? And so, I think... One of the first. One of the first things, right? And so, I think everybody experiences things differently right because you may like for instance you know you could be in a relationship with a person and they may not get as much flack as you are experiencing right meaning like they may not get the dirty looks that you are Mm -hmm. getting right and so it just it really depends on that perspective and i think you have to have these conversations and you may have have to have these conversations with your family with your friends to let them know hey you know this is who I love. This is who I, you know, I want to rock with. And you can agree with it or you could disagree with it, but this is who I'm going to be with. And then you set those boundaries to let them know, like, there's nothing that you're going to say or do that's going to sway, you know, how I feel about this person, especially, and I kind of throw this caveat, especially if they are treating them respectfully and they care for them and they love for them. They love them. And, you know, with the exception of what's driving your decision, whether it's fear, you know, whether it's your own 
prejudices, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're prejudging people because of, you know, whatever your background is or your experience is, doesn't mean that this individual is going to be that or doesn't mean that they fit the criteria or definition that you've already decided in your head, like this is who they are. So Yeah, like you thought I was going to be cooking and cleaning all the time. And that was not true. But you do cook. And clean. Well, we hired cleaners. Don't be telling people my business. <laughs> no, and that's the But no, you do. You Barefoot do. and pregnant, he thought. He was like, yeah. I was like, this is not what I read in the, the books <laughs> at all. You are totally going against this. No, but, you know, it's, I mean, because I've, to, just to give you context, I've had a person come up to me, was from a different culture and was like, okay, you know, I'm a black man. And it was like, okay, where are you from? I was like, you know, I grew up in Oakland. And I was like, really? They was like, oh, you must smoke a ton of weed. I was like, really? I was like, which part of me has helped you deduce that that is who I am? Right. <laughs> like, please, just the blades of just the black skin in general. Like, it was mind boggling to me. I was like, I don't even have black lips. Like, <laughs> like, what's happening? Like, come on, man. Like, really? I must smoke. But that's I mean, sometimes that's the things that people come in. They already come in with a preconceived notion as to who this person is, you know. And mm-hmm. so you can't control that. You can't control how a person thinks, how they feel what they experience are because a lot of times they're going to try to reflect that on you. That's why I keep going back to saying, love who you love, be who you are with, set your boundaries when it comes to your friends and families, whether they approve or disapprove and keep it moving. Life is too short to try to worry about or please somebody else because of their own insecurities or their experiences. Wow. You're so smart. Thank you. I did go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Not on this topic, but you know, I did go to school Oh, engineering. I think it's related. So what would we give suggestions on how to keep your relationship sacred? Because you can't like build a bulletproof vest for disrespectful racial comments, right? It is what it is. So I try to see it as like, oh, curiosity, right? Because I still, I had a friend and she was actually in my wedding and it's not anyone I'm still friends with. But she, I remember after like the wedding and stuff, she ended up knowing someone I knew that I worked with for a long time. He was an older man. He was like someone, like one of our elders. And Latino too, we're all three Mexican. And she was like, Theo, oh my God, Theo's uncle. Erica's here with me and she married a black guy. And I just looked at her like, what the, f-? you know? <laughs> and he was like, okay, you know, <laughs> like, that's cool. Like, but I just, it didn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, like, and I think there was a part of me that I didn't even want to know the answer, you yeah. know, because I don't know. I didn't just I wanted to believe that she didn't understand what she just said. But I was like, what? Dude. Yeah. She ended up marrying about it. Anyway. But yeah, it's stuff like that. Like understanding that there's going to be some disrespect. You can check them, you know, you can set your boundary. But I think, too, looking at it through a lens of curiosity, like people are just trying to understand, like, what made you you know, choose this or what was it? And for us, our answer is always God. Yeah. You know, I think God brought us together. And I think, you know, we were reading something about interracial couples. It's also, sometimes you have to like protect it to where you have to like explain that it wasn't a fetish. Like people ask me all the time, like, did you date outside your marriage? Like outside your, no, I don't date outside my marriage. But if I dated outside my (laughs) If I dated, always dated outside my race. And it was like, I don't understand the question because they see my older kids. So I'm like, I don't get it. But I didn't date people because of their race. 
you know, I met him when I was 15. So it's like, I don't get it. Like, no, I understand, I guess, because I think some it's a hot commodity, right? Mm -hmm. To date, it seems like we see more people that are Latinos and African-American dating. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I get that the people have that curiosity and they wonder. But no, as for my situation, no, I didn't have that. Sean is the first solid interracial relationship I've been in. And him too. Yeah, I think it was it wasn't a fetish, it was the individual, right? Yeah. And that's what drew you in. And I think But just uh-huh. to say this, like there's some people who are just attracted to the certain Yeah. You know, you like you, and that's okay too, right? Yeah, you we're like not making you like. comments about that either. But for us, this is how it worked. Exactly. You like who you like, right? It is what it is, right? But I think another reason why we have to be cautious with that is like, you know, we have kids and they need to, you know, and they're biracial children and mixed 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 mm-hmm. kids so children, yeah. so you need want to, them to know both yeah you want them to know both but you also need to understand how to interact right when these situations come especially if it comes in front of them. when that situation happened earlier they were too young to know what was happening they just knew you know somebody was being mean to mommy and and that was the situation but as they're older and they get to know and they start to have these questions you have to be able to learn how to communicate with them and how to act in front of them right and how to deal with these questions and how to, you know, deal with stuff like that. So I think it's imperative that you let them know that, you know, you wasn't born because a person had a fetish or you wasn't born because of this. You were born out of love. You were birthed out of love. Aww. Right. And you were conceived out of love. You were given to us as a Rough promise love, that God that God has <laughs> given us. Right. And so that's what I want my kids to understand and, you know, as to who they are, because they come from amazing cultures. And I married my wife because this is who she is. Mm -hmm. I didn't marry her because she was a Mexican woman. I married her because she was a woman of God, first and foremost. Right. And that was attracting me. Yes, she comes from, you know, a Latin background, but that's just that, you know, that's a Latin background, Mexican background. I tried to be, you know, what is it? Politically correct. Well, be Erica correct. Be Erica correct. But, uh, you know, those are the things. And so I think that it's a very interesting topic when it comes to that. But I think. You have to be secure in who you are. Mm-hmm. Your partner has to be secure. And to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest with you, you got to have a partner who supports that you guys support each other. Mm-hmm. You really do because and respect and respect each it, other and yeah. respect it because your partner has to know that you holding them down and vice versa. Right. And right. so that's what it is that you need to like, because sometimes you might have that mindset. That it's just me and you against the world. And they have to know that you got them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing that when, you know, it doesn't matter what your cultural background is, that I love this person and I got them and I'm not going to allow anybody to mess up what it is that I know that has been ordained by God. Right. right? Regardless of what your opinion is. And that's a lot of times it's just somebody's opinion or what you think is in the best interest of that person. What's in the best interest of that person is to look at them, look at their love in spite of, oh, you know, the cultural differences that you may see and realize that. My son, my brother, my sister, whatever the case may be, is happy. They being loved. They care for each other. It's a positive love. And because of that, I'm going to support it. Awesome. That's good stuff. You did it. That's That's wonderful. You did it. No, you did it, baby. You did it. You wonderful black king. Oh, my God. Thank you, my Latin queen. I appreciate you. Latin goddess. Goddess. Oh, now goddess. What do you mean now? Always yeah. been. You just elevated yourself. <laughs> oh, I elevated, elevated myself. To, to goddess. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, okay. guys. Thank you for the question, Kelly. 
appreciate keep you. them coming everyone we love answering your guys's question i will get to the other ones i'm sorry we took a little bit of a break for the holidays but we hope everybody is having a great new year mm-hmm. we wish you guys all the best and prayers to everyone and i thank you god for giving us this opportunity and this platform to meet your children mm-hmm. and we thank you guys for following us and listening to our silliness and our wisdom yes and are us being as authentic as we can possibly yeah, be. Yeah, being us. Us being us, the Blanchards. And we ask that you just continue to come back. And we thank you. And happy 2024. 2024, baby. Yeah. Many blessings Peace. to all you guys. Peace. <laughs>